Hello and welcome to The Authority of Love. I'm your host, Greg Williams, and if you missed any of yesterday's program or all of it, you need to go back and check it out on WJMM.com. Look at their podcast tab near the upper right, and then click on the Love and Lordship links, and you'll get today's as well as previous two days, which will include our first day with my guest, uh, Jeff Rogers. Jeff, thanks for joining us again. My pleasure. Glad to be here. Now, we're going to get into some stuff, but let me finish that up. You can find more podcasts at loveandlordship.podbean.com or videos at vimeo.com forward slash love and lordship. So those are places you can find more information, more messages, and I hope they bless you. Um, We've invited Jeff back today, and we want to pick up with something that we uh, finished up with yesterday. This is Tuesday of our week, and Monday you mentioned something about the father wound. And I'll share a little bit more about that. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it's a very common thing, mostly among guys our age, maybe not as much with younger ones, but with guys our age, where a lot of times are the distortions we have from our earthly fathers who were well-intended, but a lot of times just didn't have the the tools or the skills to be the kind of dads we needed them to be. Uh, we A lot of times we'll take that and we'll use that filter, if you will, when we see our our heavenly father who is perfect yes and so we carry over this father wound i think to our heavenly father and so we are not able to get an accurate picture of him and so uh what's sad but interesting about that is this last this past january i was in niger west africa with city for the nations and we were with about 50 or 60 church planters that were there and we were there to help train and equip and encourage them along as they share the gospel with these unreached, unengaged people groups that have not heard the name Jesus yet, which is hard for us to imagine. Yeah. But people, lots of people have not yet heard the name of Jesus. And so I, and, um, so I was talking about prayer and about our Father, and, um, and I said, how many of you, hold up your hands, ever had your dad say, I love you? And out of 50 or 60 people in there, there were either two or three that held up their hand. The rest of them had never heard their father bless them, tell them they loved them. Uh, my dad was unable to mouth those words just because he was kind of old school, and his dad probably never told him either, you know? And so uh, I was able to go and just to pray for these guys individually and bless them, and it was just really, um, it was it was impactful. Oh, and, yeah. uh, it was really oh, yeah. And the enemy uses that in so many ways. Sure. But as with what you all are doing, City for the Nation, by the way, we've got to give a shout-out mm-hmm. to our friend Miles Feltz, yeah. who runs City for the Nation. Yeah. Tremendous work, and you've yeah. been very involved in that. Um, but I, I can share a little bit about from mine, because I grew up in that same, we're two years difference, mm-hmm. okay? At Transylvania, you talk about Transylvania, yeah. Yeah. two years apart yeah. there. And um, But here's the interesting thing. My dad grew up in that same thing, but between my mom and my dad, they... They were able to do that. My mom encouraged that, and eventually, before I was not too old, my dad was doing a lot of that. Now, mm. now, as you said, we spent we were we were right together, our parents and grandparents, and all right, right together right. in our little home or farm or whatever. Um, but I, I share with people a lot of time. You know, I work with men and with couples and marriages and families, mm. and I tell them all the time: uh, uh, actions speak louder than words. Mm. But they mean a whole lot more if you share the words. And I picked up on that when I was first married. And my dad had begun to do it more and more as I got older. Didn't care what others thought. You know, as you're a teenager, you kind of, well, I started doing it very early with my kids, two boys and a girl. Mm -hmm. I still do it today, Jeff. They're Mm -hmm. 27, 25, and 23. That's that's, that's awesome. One married, the other one working toward it. 
And I, here's another blessing that I get. I even, I helped take care of my dad who's going on 85 and got Parkinson's. And I have the opportunity to do that with him now, mm -hmm. to come back to him. And we say it every time. And my, the, the, the thing that I said when I first got married was, I'm never going to miss an opportunity to say that to my wife, my children, and my yeah, family. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. When you're struggling or hurting or in an argument, if you come back and say, but I'm going to tell you this because I do love you. And I, I love you. We're struggling right now or whatever, but I love you and you need to know that. Mm -hmm. It changes things. Mm. It really does. Yeah. And I'm sure it did as you spoke that and as you prayed over those men in, 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 in Niger. It's powerful. Yeah. It works here in America too. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Before we transition, uh -huh. give me your thoughts on this. It's not just a international problem without borders. It's a human problem. Yeah. It's a human nature problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why you found it. We found it here in Kentucky. We see it across the U.S. and we see it in Niger and mm -hmm. Nigeria mm -hmm. and Cameroon. I saw it there when I was there a few years ago. Um, and so one of the things that I share oftentimes is not just how you do your marriage, but how you do your parenting. Yeah. Try and get them to see that because mm -hmm. that's what God, God showed us his love on the cross. Christ took the punishment, but he also will discipline and punish us. And those are not the same, by the way. Right. And I say it in my book, um, God will place the thousand volt fence in front of the thousand foot cliff. Mm. Just kind of a picture. That, of, that's a good illustration. That sure. shock hurt, God. Why in the world would you do that? Because yeah. I love you too much to let you walk off that cliff. Absolutely. We, we don't understand that because we, we haven't taught and, and learned how to love the way God does. Yeah. One of a big part of our ministry. So I really appreciate you sharing that and bringing that up. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll come back to some of that because we got more ministry stuff. But one of the things that Jeff does, and he's highly acclaimed and awarded and regarded for, is photography, internationally photographer. Um, and so share a little bit about how the Lord has used that in your life and the blessing that's been to you and to wow. us, others. Wow. Well, I've been, um, now I've been in business for 34 years, which is amazing that I made it past the five-year mark or yeah. any mark, especially yeah. in, with the economy, the way things have been. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for that. And I've always been, worked with businesses and done commercial type work. Uh -huh. And so along with assignment work of doing things, uh, I started publishing books. I've done four books on Kentucky, coffee table type books, and I've done two inspirational They're books. They're beautiful, which, by the way. Yeah, we'll talk about those a little <laughs> yeah. bit later. Yeah. But uh, I get to kind of blend some passions together now. Uh, a lot of my work is over at UK Hospital, uh, a lot at Cardinal Hill Hospital, and a little bit at St. Joe, and just in other public places. Yeah. And so I love having my work in healing environments. Yeah. Uh, and I get, sometimes I actually get notes and cards from people who had lost a loved one or my loved one passed away in the very room where you had a picture of a waterfall. And we looked at that picture every day when he was in ICU. And so that was really yeah. rich to be able to do that. So, oh, yeah. um, well, and that, you, you said a healing places, but I also say the people that have these and get these, your calendars, that's uh -huh. another thing. Sure. And your uh, coffee table books. Uh -huh. I love the fact that, that, that God's beauty and God himself through his creation and your eye that he's given you a great eye for, that they're in the homes and families. Yeah, and I, I want people not just to see the creation. I want them more than anything. I want them to see the creator. Yes. This didn't just yes. happen by accident. It's God's right. loving design, and this yeah. is one way that he expresses his character or who oh. he is, is the, the way our heart just responds to nature. Yeah. Just look at people that are so locked up with COVID, they just couldn't wait to get out to a yeah. park, you know? Yeah. Any any park, yeah. just to be able to be outdoors. Exactly, be outdoors. God, God sees the beauty. Through those things. Romans 1. 
yeah. tells us now he's telling this and Paul's telling us in sort of a negative way you don't have an excuse anymore yep it's all out in front of you it's right in front <laughs> not just the law and yeah. in, in, in God's word mm -hmm. but he put his in every part of creation in every bloom of a tree or a flower and you capture that so beautifully. By the way, I can't pass up this opportunity. You guys can see if you're watching the video, and I encourage you, if you've not done it before, at least go there for this one because we have this banner yeah. in every video we do, Jeff. And that's one of Jeff's. Tell us about that, that picture there. Uh, that was at Acadia National Park. It was a sunset there. And of course, our other buddy Jeff has done some artistic things with it. Yes. But uh, anyway, that was just a special moment for Missy and I as we were there waiting for the sun to, to drop to, to create yeah. this. And, and where's Acadia? So, Tell us where that is. That's in the Bar Harbor, Maine. Maine, right. Yeah, exactly. Up Maine. So up in, the, up in New England. Yeah. yeah up in New England. Yeah. So you capture that. And I asked my brother Jeff, uh, Jeff Hancock, he referred to him earlier. Uh, what do I owe you for that picture? He said, no, just use it for ministry and stuff. And he's allowed it. So we have it on the front cover of the book and the banner. So you see that and you see some of his work and it's just beautiful. It's, yeah, well, it's powerful. Thank you. We get all kinds of comments on that about, oh, that's beautiful. I go, that's the whole idea. Now read it. Please read it, you know, kind of thing. So uh, share a little bit more. You got to take a safari. What was that like as far as not only the mission work, uh -huh. but the safari and the, and the photography? Yeah, we, uh, well, I was fortunate this last year. I was able to take three international mission trips in the midst of COVID and terrorism and everything else. Yeah. So I got to go to Niger, West Africa in January. Yeah. And then in May, my wife and I went to Nairobi, Kenya, Africa with a friend that's part of our house church. Right. We'll talk about that on another day about right. churches. Right. And so uh, she had gone over there and had been doing some work with another group. I believe I was sitting there, United Methodist Church. And they've been going over and doing like BBS and things like that in the slums in this area. It's one of the largest slums in the world that's outside of uh, Nairobi. And my friend Amy had found, I don't know how she discerned, but she found out that a lot of these kids were being trafficked by their family, which is hard to comprehend, but that's the case. So she was able to rescue them and uh, started what the government calls a Christian boarding school and was able to have and hire teachers and all of that. So we had a chance to go there in May, which was really wonderful. And so at the end of that, uh, we were able to take off on a safari. My wife, Missy, figured out that a lot of people leave for safari from Nairobi. And so we were able to, <laughs> able to do a three-day safari there. And uh, it was just it was just amazing yeah. to see, you know, from here to your front door, you know, 10 or 15 feet away, you just see these animals doing what they do and what they were created to do, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it was really, a, it was awe-inspiring. It really was. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I look forward. Now, will you ever have a coffee, I don't know if that would be a coffee table, but at least in your library, to have a book of those photographs well, of a I'd safari like or something. I'd have to go yeah. back a few more times, though, to get a full oh, oh, picture. Oh, shoot. You'd you know, have to go do that, yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, we were talking earlier, and you said, I wasn't so sure on this trip. And then Missy said, that's where a lot of safaris start, right? Yeah, so yeah, you go, yeah, yeah. have camera, we'll travel. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. And you're so good at it, Jeff. So uh, th those oh, are... And one last thing, I was yeah, able yeah. to go to Thailand uh, back in September. Right. And Thailand is 99% Buddhist and less than 1% Christian. And so I was able to go there with uh, to, to see some YWAM people mm -hmm. as well as some other church planters that we have in the area because of City for the Nations. Right. And uh, that was just a phenomenal, that was a culinary delight. Let me tell you, the food yes. was amazing. But the people are so, so sweet. It was really a wonderful place to be. And to be honest, I expected more of a third world country, but they are highly uh, developed. Highly developed. Yeah. It, it looked yeah. like New York City in, in, right. in Bangkok and these other places. So. Sure. 
Uh, have so pockets of that in these places for yeah. sure, where mm-hmm. they in some countries are, yeah. are that developed. But it's interesting because I got to see some of those colorful foods that you sent back oh, from yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was fabulous, man. Yeah. E- even if you didn't know what it tastes like, you said, I got to try it because it looks so good, right? <laughs> and it, it did not disappoint. Oh, I'm I sure. sure. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so, ministry. Uh, uh-huh. you, you, photography for you is not just a business. It's a ministry. Absolutely. But, and you just described some of that. Yeah. And you continue to do that. And we're so thankful for that. What are some of the other areas as we transition to the last, into the later on in the week, uh, uh, I tell you what, let's do this. You got a lot going on with that, so I'm going to pick that up tomorrow. Sure, I'll pick that up tomorrow. We're going to hear some more about Jeff and the other ministries that he does because he does several. You've heard about mission trips with City for the Nations and others, and photography. Jeff feels called the Lord to use all of that for ministry. So, if you would like to contact, if they'd like to contact you, how can they do that, Jeff? Um, it's real simple. Just my name, Jeff at jeffrogers.com and there is not a d in rogers yep. jeff at jeffrogers.com okay. there you go and you can get us at love and lordship at gmail.com so invite your family friends and even your enemies to join us again tomorrow because we're going to continue with this uh, faith walk and the testimony of jeff rogers and all the variety of ways that the lord is using him in ministry uh, thank you for joining us thanks always to the lord thanks for your prayers make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Now, before I leave, I always have to do this because my good friend Bill Reeser has a, a, a program right after this called Encounter. So I encourage you to stay tuned uh, here on WJMM 99.1, uh, Central Kentucky Christian Radio, and listen to Encounter with Bill Reeser. Uh, I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love. Thank you, and God bless in Christ. <laughs>